Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O, and, and my celebrity guest... I know, I was gonna say, uh, is... Uh, hang on, I forgot my name. Oh, shit. Hillary Swank. Yeah, there we Hillary go. Hillary Swank. Oh, just because of that yeah. episode. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, you can find us on 4iradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, Swell Radio, Player FM, and now Google Play Music. And also don't forget to check out our sponsors, Amazon.com, but you don't go to Amazon.com. You go to the Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. And, of course, if you want to... Find us on the interwebs on Instagram and Twitter. We are at BHorrorCast. If you're looking for the Facebook page, just go to facebook.com backslash notanotherbhorrorcast. And if you want to drop us an email anytime, you uh, feel free to on our Gmail account, notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com. I figure I get that all out of the way because I think I totally spaced on that last week. Yeah, I think we threw it all in at the very end. <laughs> so I was just going to do it in the front. Now that we are back, we did watch a movie this week. We were actually knocking out a lot of the Amazon, ori- or not Amazon, Netflix original films that have been coming out. There was Open Door, which we reviewed last week. Which Open House. Doesn't matter. I walk- wanted to walk out the door. In fact, <laughs> I wanted to jump out the window. That movie was terrible. Um, it really was. But we did watch another one. This was uh, Veronica. Now, Veronica has a lot of buzz behind it. There's been stories coming out, all this kind of stuff. A lot of people have been checking it out. So I am very curious what are other people's opinions of this movie. But, of course, we will talk about that towards the end of the show. So if you haven't seen it, we'll give you the spoiler alert warnings and stuff like that. And then we'll review the film like we usually do. Uh, We do have some uh, news stories. We do have some eerie news stories. But before we dive into all that fun stuff, Anna Hathaway is not here. So, Hillary Swank, how was your week? Saved it. Well, I got punched in the head a lot, and that's why I forgot my name for a second. Um, no, uh, it was... Too soon. Why is that too soon? The movie came out like a while ago. Anyways, <laughs> so I am trying to remember what exactly I did this week. I know that I know that we've been planning a lot for our trip to Ireland, so that'll be pretty cool. So just trying to like knock out the last minute details. I still need to pick up my jacket and um, my wallet. I was just about to ask if you have any other little bit things you need to grab before. That's what I'm trying to track down my name. But yeah, of course, I'm going to be packing as well this probably weekend. But yeah, so um, yeah, you need your jacket and you're going to get that wallet thing. Yeah. Oh, and then any um, toiletries. 
Right. Because I got to remember to check mine, see if I have enough, and if I have to go get more. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to take like two bottles of shampoo and conditioner with me. <laughs> I thought you were probably, I'm probably going to have to take two bottles of ecstasy. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> this is I don't think ecstasy comes in a bottle, but you know. Well, you well, can put technically- the pills in the bottle. Oh, yeah, that's true. I figure if you're going to two haunted places, you're like, come on, guys, let's rave. <laughs> and the ghosts are just like, fucking hell. <laughs> I wish I was. But you know that there's that one gay ghost that's just like, oh yeah, this is beautiful. Oh, this is great. This is great. I love this. Everything's great. Hooray. Great, great, great. (laughs) I'm a ghost. (laughs) Hashtag ghost. Hashtag gay ghost. Oh yeah. I kind of want that want that to become you know a why? popular hashtag now. Hashtag gay ghost. You know why? Because ghosts can be anything they want. Hey, now I have to go take care of them. That is very true. Um but yeah, other than that, I really didn't have too much going on this week other than just kind of work and whatnot. So yeah. Sorry about that. Toby Toby has this big fascination. So I got a this is like a while ago, I don't even know if I talked about it, but I got a a fan for the PlayStation 4. And uh basically it sits up uh straight up now instead of lying down. Um but yeah, so uh, so um, ever since I moved the PlayStation stuff over, Toby's been jumping on the entertainment center. I'm like, don't do that because I don't want to. I I don't want him to get hurt, but also I don't want to have to replace stuff because Toby, I'm in no position to be uh, purchasing new things. So and he's rather spazzy this evening. And he's very spazzy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's excited or he's spazzing out because I have not given him his treats yet. Um, which I will do probably right when I go to do my other stuff later. Because, Toby, let's face it, you're getting really kind of chunky. And the funny part is, is once these are gone, they're gone. Like, you think every morning you get some, and every time I come home you get some. And, of course, that's my problem because I do that every time <laughs> I wake up, I give you some. And then when I come home, so, you know, it's 50-50 here. So. I like how you say Toby's getting kind of chunky and, you know, like he wasn't chunky before. He's he's just like a, a Look, chubby little kitty. I saw yeah, he's a chubby cat, but I saw him I saw a bigger fat cat online with a bunch of cat videos of stuff people send everybody going around and make yeah. you like feel better about your days. Um and there was a really huge cat and I just don't want him to get to that point. Oh yeah, I remember. It's just like <laughs> it was literally just like like a giant blob of fur. Yeah, so um yeah, just keeping an eye on his little Podcast. Toby, what are you looking at? You're being very weird. This is great podcasting right now, by the way. Thanks, buddy. You're really, really fucking so, some shit up. What else did you do this week? Um, that's what I was trying to remember. Uh, were you done with your week? Yes. Okay. Um, let's see. What did I do this week? I Oh, finally, I got my last DC box. Um, so uh, I don't know if I talked about this on this podcast or any other podcast since it happened. But I got an email a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the Funko... Um, the Funko boxes that I get, I get a Marvel and a DC one. And, uh, I got an email from them saying that they are no go, no longer going to be shipping. There's no longer like a subscription box. Like they're going to be basically dropping them off in stores. So you have to be on the lookout for them. And I'm all like, dude, I don't go to stores that much anymore because I was getting these, these things is kind of keeping me from spending money. I kind of like had a flat rate, I guess, every month. Going, You had like, a reason is- to excuse buying the, Not- the, the bo- or having the Funko or the buy- pop finals because you were getting other stuff with it. 
guess. Y- yeah, I guess you could justify it. I was just trying to say, like, instead of having to go to a store, walking around for something else, and then seeing T-shirts, and then going, oh, yeah, I should buy these, and then your total is, like, you know, 50-something dollars for more T-shirts. Uh, this was like, you know, I got one shirt with them every month, and then it was just kind of like, you know, a bunch of stuff in there. But it kind of was like, oh, this is $35, so I knew I wasn't going over, like, 35 you know, over $35 every, like, month, I guess, or whatnot. Anyways, but... Um, Yes. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so that stopped. So I'm, I finally got my last DC one. It was a Green Lantern one. It was pretty solid. I liked it. Then uh, I get, before I got my Loot Crate, I think, sometime this week, and then Loot Wear just today as well. So it's like, all right, so that's been fun. But I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, I picked up some new headphones for my PlayStation 4. Uh, I've been playing a game called Hellblade that Patrick recommended, and that is fucking great. That is actually a perfect game for um, B Horrorcast, so I'm going to hopefully dive into more of that and be able to talk about it some more because that one's actually really kind of interesting. It's like a Viking version of almost Dante's Inferno. Ooh. So, but your character is schizophrenic. So I got these headphones basically for the wireless of talking with people in better headset than what PlayStation gave you. But you can actually transfer it over so you can listen to all the sounds and stuff through the headset. And throughout the game, voices are talking to her, which is hence her schizophrenia. But they also, like, some of them warn you. I was just in my first battle, and they were like, hey, behind you, and, like, all this kind of cool stuff. So really kind of pulls you into the game a little bit more. So that's kind of fun. So I'll definitely want to talk about that because it's a, it's a PC and PlayStation exclusive um, but it's, uh, it's a digital download. It's about 29 bucks, but yeah, so far pretty solid. So I'm hoping to get through that so we can talk about, uh, more of that. But yeah, so next week, uh, before we dive into our show and notes and all that kind of stuff, I want to give everyone an update. So if you're going to listen to us next week, which is, uh, March of 2018, the week of the 12th, um, we will not have an episode next week. We are going to be in Ireland. So uh, we will hopefully get some, like we said before, we're going to try to get some pictures, going to try to get some interviews, or at least like some talks with like the people if they witness anything, anybody who works at these ho- two hotels that we're staying at, uh, which we are actually going to talk about on the show today as well. So you guys can get a little bit of a background, and then we can kind of pretty much, I think, the next maybe – depending on how much information we can get into an episode, but I would say at least the next episode, we won't be watching a movie. We'll probably just be talking about the hauntings and stuff in, in Ireland. So we'll kind of have our first kind of, it's our first kind of outing yeah. uh, of doing this. So we're doing it in a completely different country. So uh, <laughs> I will say this for that. Uh, suck that bizarre States. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because they just went to like another state, and yeah, we we're going to yeah. an actual country. So yeah, really they cool. were just in their California area and some of that. So we've got to beat them to the punch, even though they'll do it, and everyone will rave about it. Because again, better podcast, better production, and more people like them. Because well, they already did it. Already did what? They like went to other, at least other areas in California, if not other states, because they had like a, the the show. I don't know if it's like, I, actually posted yet or not. Oh, but. I haven't. Okay, I haven't been caught up with. Uh, Sorry, I sites. just uh, remembered that. Um, but I did want to touch on something really quick with okay. the uh, the video game that you were talking about. Yeah. I wonder how Vikings actually thought of it whenever they were hearing voices. Like if they, because I mean, I'm pretty sure the term schizophrenia didn't exist yes. back then. So I'm assuming probably they thought that it was either like the voices of their dead ancestors. That's what or I'm thinking. Like the gods were speaking to them. Like, yeah, that's what I think. I think that's what they thought. And that's kind of like what you're kind of figuring out through this person's journey almost. Because, like, 
uh, things will say stuff to her and she's like almost like you don't know if it's her thoughts or other thoughts or, you know, all this kind of different things. So like her or another one of her personalities slash voices. Yeah, kind of stuff. So but yeah, it is very interesting. So I'll definitely play more of that and stuff. But yeah, I'm really kind of really kind of digging those headphones just because I'm all like, man, I could totally just veg out on the couch with that thing on and not have to worry about, you know, if the sound's too loud or whatnot. So. Um, but yeah, so hopefully I'm thinking of getting the ones then for the Xbox one. So that'd oh, be kind of yeah. interesting, but, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's about it. But yeah, so like we said, like, so hopefully next, not next week's episode, but the following week's episode, we'll be back and we'll be talking pretty much about Ireland and what we learned and what we saw. And hopefully if we have some pictures, but we'll, I'll splice in the interviews as best I can. And yeah, we'll uh, have a good old time. We might even do some stuff in Ireland and I'll record it and whatnot and then try to, you know, pour it all together. So uh, actually, for all I know, if we were to get everything put together for something, we might be able to actually put an episode out next week, but no guaranteed on that one. Um, so until we are, you're told otherwise, just assume we're off next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that should be fun. So yeah. So we apologize on that one, but we, we need to explore and we need to find new hauntings and then we need to talk about them okay. or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So without further ado, ado, ado. We will jump into our eerie news of the week. It is time for eerie news of the week. And that was fun. I won't edit that in person. Fuck off. Um... (laughs) Okay, so Project Breathe, New Life into UFOs. So, yeah, so UFOs, of course, are back in the news, and I'm very curious if they're back in the news because of Black Panther with their flying ships that kind of look like UFOs. If you haven't seen the movie, it's not really a spoiler because it was in the preview, so there. Um That was a lovely song. I know. Uh, it's completely irrational to uh, the interest and to try to figure out what is going on with this. Uh, told, uh, she told the WTOPs. Who I'm talking about is Leslie Keen says of USOs that the investigative journalist author. Uh, so, yeah. So Keen co-wrote a stunning article in the New York Times last year uh, that revealed the existence of the Pentagon secret project to investigate unidentified flying objects. Uh, the advanced aerospace uh, threat I I I identification program. Uh, I'm all like, yeah. I was like, identity crisis. No, uh, yeah, months later, uh, this is still uh, earth shaking news. Uh, those eagers for the truth. Um, so yeah, this is just kind of interesting. You know, uh, it's yeah. basically the known as a government program to investigate UFOs encounters. Uh, the Air Force Project Blue Book. Uh, the official ended almost 50 years ago in 1969. Wait, so does that mean that they can look up like different kinds of UFO on UFOs on Blue Book and see like how much they're worth? Yeah, I believe that's what the Air Force was doing. I believe that was, the, but the problem was is air travel wasn't really in the market okay. uh, for that time period. So that Blue Books decided we need to fast track this to the automobile. And that's where Blue Books is today. They do, they do regret. That's why they changed it to Kelly Blue Book. Yeah, they do regret um, not being able to, you know, do airplanes and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, I mean, Orange Book just does it better. Yeah, and I was going to say, I feel like there's probably a bit more limited of a uh, of a, a field, or not field, a li- limited of a um, pool for people who can actually afford 
the uh, the specific UFOs that people are trying to sell. So many aliens are like, come on, three million. It's not bad. But yeah, yeah. Uh, the story goes on. Like he says, uh, it just establishes that the uh, credibility of the topic of people known for uh, that our government takes it seriously enough to put you know, financial resources into a study for all these years. Now that is, has always, uh, occurred to me as well as we, you know, there's the TV shows and movies and stuff like that. But I mean, they obviously are putting money into certain things, uh, the government, some of that, most of these we'd probably never hear about because then again, of course, if you did hear about it, a lot of people who were like, Oh, that's a good idea. Why would you be investigating this? Or a bunch of, you know, taxpayers going, why are we putting money into something that these things do not exist? Whether or not they exist or not, I mean, we have seen some crazy stuff. Yep. I also think it's interesting that she says you can't take the leap of looking at something that's unexplained and then assuming that it's alien, which is a very good point. No, that is a good point. Uh, But yeah, but people, well, this is the funny part. There are people who are hardcore alien believers, but could give two shits about ghosts. Yeah. And you have people who are hardcore, you know, spiritual, you know, believers as well and could give two shits about aliens. So, of course, if something quote-unquote supernatural happen of course anybody who's uh you know the alien expert in the room would be like oh well this could have happened because aliens have kinetic ability to move a glass to the other side of the room which Uh, it always seems very interesting to me that aliens and ghosts have very very similar quote-unquote powers yeah it's just i mean ghosts can make you levitate and so can aliens i mean one is through supernatural and one is through Technology. Technology, but... Wouldn't that be crazy if aliens were just ghosts? Yeah. And, like, it's a like weird... Like, it's, like, two sides of the same coin kind of thing. So it's, like, a weird thing. So, like, they can... They're sitting here. They can see us. They're, like, holy crap. And they're, like, I need to get these people's attention so they'd move something and things like that. And then they just get really angry and start breaking stuff. And there's your poltergeist, I guess. Um, people, they're, like, I'm not a ghost, damn it. I'm an alien. And people are, like, it's a ghost. He's, like, fuck this. And, like, knocks things over and runs out crying. I don't know. I don't know why an alien would be crying. Can aliens actually cry? I don't know. Do they even have eyelids um, or tear ducts? Why am I thinking about this? I don't know. Anyways, I would assume that they probably have to have eyelids of some kind because they have some big ass eyes, and I would imagine a lot of stuff gets stabbed into them accidentally. Usually. Um. <laughs> but I have no idea how my brain works sometimes. Anyways, moving and then on. this is also alien related, but I don't think it. I think it was a hoax, but apparently there was a UFO crash. Um, found on Google Earth is actually a natural phenomenon. Uh, so yeah, so people thought it was a um, a UFO that crash landed there. Um, the video posted popular on the two, YouTube conspiracy theory channel yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, it already had like seven thousand six hundred you know views, um, or seventy six thousand I should say. Um, but the satellite shows a snowy mountain island off the coast of the Antarctic uh, in the Atlantic Ocean called the South Georgia Island, where a block of something appears to have slid across the snow, leaving tracks behind. It appears as something has crash-landed down on the snow surface below. Uh, let's see. But if you zoom in to, at the bigger picture, boop, 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 boop. according to the geologist Richard Wallace and a uh, uh, from uh, Keen Clean. Clean K, Keel University. Keel University. You know what? If I'm just nailing the word wrong, just don't even say it because I was way off and now I just feel stupider. Well, uh, the most Key likely and ex- Peel University. There you go. I'm not going to remember that. Uh, <laughs> the most likely explanation is not aliens or a particular uh, displaced uh, submarine, but Earth is just being Earth. 
which I think a scientist to ever say that is makes you the dumbest scientist in the world. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you're like, well, dinosaurs <laughs> were just being dinosaurs, you're an idiot. <laughs> if or you say you're that, just way oversimplifying things, which in and of itself, you're, you're right. like, just Earth is you just being Earth. I'm like, I'm sorry, I lived on this planet for about thirty. Four years coming up pretty soon, and uh, you to use that fucking we just be like I've never seen this before. Let's figure it out what it is, even if it is the Earth, you know. Like, but give it a give it a scientific fucking name. That'd be all like, well, we've we have not explored all the depths of the ocean, but you know, Earth the is ocean just being is Earth. The ocean, yeah, you're the like, ocean's the ocean. <laughs> you're like, no shit. It's like it is what it is. Like, it literally tells you nothing about what's going on. Because we don't on. know. And it's a pointless fucking statement, so shut the for fuck up. For all we know, it could be a publicity stunt uh, from Universal Pictures, and this is their promotion for the next Pacific Rim movie, where they're like, oh, oh look, boom, a creature's going to come out. Yeah, see, yeah. I went. I just went with it was either, at first it looked like a whale, because it looked like it was in the ocean. Yeah. And then now I think it's probably just a giant rock, <laughs> or like a friggin' huge icicle. Yeah, probably. It's just like, wee. But, uh, but I don't yeah. know why the icicle's talking. But why not? Eh, that's a good point. But the last story is actually where we're going to be. Uh, some haunted places in Ireland where we'll be going. We'll we'll actually talk about two of the the two places we're going to check out. Did you want me to bring up all of them? Or? Uh no. The well, okay. I'll tell you the ones. So the two that the ones that we're uh, staying at, uh, the Maldron Hotel, which is number two. Cork City. And then the other one is, I believe, number five, the Renville House Hotel in uh, oh, Galway. Oh, Galway. That's right. Yeah, so, we're going to Galway, Cork, and Dublin. So if you want to just – actually, if you just want to read the first uh, top five, yeah, um, you know, just give us maybe if there's – I would say go into depth more with the two that we're actually going to, but you can just – I mean, if they're not that long. But, yeah, I would just go through that. So number one. Uh, sorry, I get a little lost here. Oh, there's actually a place in the Shelburne Hotel in Dublin, but that's like number seven. So, uh, number five, of course, is where we're going to be staying, which is the Renville House in Galway. Um, it was built in 80, 1883 and became a haven for poets, artisans, and politicians. Uh, W.B. Yeats became a regular visitor who tried to connect with the spirits he sensed there, including a seance that brought forth the figure of a teenage boy, wide-eyed and clutching his hands to his throat. Um, it continues to be the subject of poltergeist activity, including furniture moving and sheets being pulled from beds. Ooh. The, the sensation of a dark force is present as well as the sound of footsteps in the empty halls. It has been reported several times that female guests have seen the specter of a man reflected in the mirror and the spirit of W.B. Yates himself has been cited. So either they have really shitty sheets or <laughs> something weird's going on. I don't know. You either have really shitty sheets or you might have a poltergeist. <laughs> if your sheets really suck, you might have a with Wait, how come wait, no what? one's ever done those ghost jokes? If a door's opening and closing on its own, <laughs> you might have a poltergeist. Maybe because they're... They're not funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, there's also Glen Castle in Glen County Limerick. Really? It's in Glen, and they just called it Glen Castle? Come on, guys. Um, well, Glen, you know, he kind of front the bill for it. Yay! Um, third floor of the castle, poltergeist activity includes light flicker lights flickering on and off and doors rapidly opening and closing. Um, 
Let's see. The Lake Hotel and Lakeshore, Muckross Road, Killarney, and Count Cary, or County Cary. Oh, Killarney. I've been there. Um, it was family-owned Lake Hotel. Uh, oh, no. So this is kind of interesting. Known locally as Dan the Feathers, uh, Donald McCarthy was a ruthless warrior and made a bed from the feathers of the Queen's troops that he killed in battle. Uh, the bed survived until the 19th century on site, and Dan has been seen in the hotel's Devil's Punch Bowl bar looking out over Lochleen. Lochleen, I think? Lochleen. Um, there's also the spirit of a young girl from the 19th century who wanders the corridors, leaving a chill in the air and a sense of serenity with those who encounter her. Uh, number two on our list is the Maldron Hotel, uh, Shandon and Cork City. Uh, and that's the other one we'll be staying in. Correct. And this one started life as the North Infirmary Hospital in 1720 and was later used to treat the war wounded in, se- uh, the war wounded in secret. It finally closed in 1987 and in 2008 it was converted to a hotel. The Maldron is the subject of many claims of paranormal activity, is believed to be haunted by a woman who died giving birth when it was the North Infirmary. Cleaning staff have allegedly been terrified, and the gym has succumbed to broken mirrors and equipment breaking for no reason. Um, Paranormal investigators have chosen to stay in rooms 318 and 319, which are mysteriously separated by closed-off room 325 and supposedly active. Whether these claims are be to believe or not, you will have to spend the night and find out, which we will do. So we will check out uh, the Maldron. Will be, I believe, when we're in Cork, mm-hmm. and then the uh, Renville House, Renville House, which is in Galloway. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so we'll definitely see if we can get some interviews, get some pictures. Uh, we'll probably have some two guests actually on that on that podcast. Those little segments with uh, Patrick and your uh, friend. Oh, um, I'm not sure if they want us to say their name. So um, also number one. So if you ever get a chance, uh, you listeners out there ever get a chance to go to Ireland. Uh, it's called the Ballyseed Castle Hotel. It's in County Kerry. Um, in the late 16th century, Gerald Fitzgerald, Gerald Fitzgerald, wow, he was, not was beheaded for treason on the grounds, and his head was taken to London and exhibited in a cage at London Bridge. It is believed that past landlords patrolled the lower floors and cellars of the castle, ensuring its upkeep, but the most famous ghost is that of Hilda, believed to haunt the castle on 24th of March every year. Nothing much is known of her history. However, Hilda's presence causes fear and can be scary enough to, or can be enough to scare you away altogether. So, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so if we had been going for two weeks, I would say, I'd say we could go there, but you know. Such is life, but yeah. Hey, but on yeah, the right side, two, two out of the two, fu- two, ten. Two, so. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Two of the two of the ones that we're hitting, we just basically just kind of picked because we were there. basically. I just told Patrick, like, let's see if we can find a place to, that's haunted, and I didn't mean to stay yeah. there. I meant to like actually just just visit. So, but staying there even better, kind of get the whole, you know, atmosphere. But like he just picked them at random, and then when I saw they were both on this list, I was like, holy crap, that's amazing. So that's that's kind of fun. Um, I will say I will probably be avoiding looking into most mirrors while we're in the one. <laughs> Just saying. Because well, I really don't want to see a dude standing behind me in the freaking mirror. I do. And I'll be like, hey, buddy, you going to help me out here? <laughs> Patrick's like, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Here's your Renville house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn it, guys. Can keep it down. I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. And the gay ghost is here, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so gay. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. I didn't. I didn't He's say like, there was. <laughs> you little bitch! I'll take you out. Holy wow. crap! He's Boom. an angry gay ghost. Yeah. No, he's just fabulous. But yeah, that's going to wrap up our eerie news of the week. So, um, and apparently <laughs> it's now doing creature feature. No, it's going to do horror news it's of the week. So, um, I'm de- yeah, sorry about that. Drops are not having fun tonight. Well, the drops are having fun, but they're not cooperating, which is annoying. So, you. I think we should probably talk about this stuff first. Because it just happened, and it's actually kind of big news for uh, horror movies. Uh, so yeah. th- last Sunday was the Oscars. Oscars. The Oscars. The Oscars. Oh, the Oscars. I don't even know if that's a good Frenchman. I'm <laughs> really getting centered right now, so this stuff's finally hitting me. Um, but yeah, so big things happen. So we'll talk about the good stuff, and then we'll talk about this one, which I thought was kind of like... A dick move, so wait to the end because there's more. But uh, horror wins at the 2018th Academy Awards. Um, so, Anna, if you want to take it away from here. Sure thing. So, um, the good news is there was a... Man, I don't understand why they need a giant article to tell me all this. But, um, where is it? Oh, uh, so... Get Out actually won an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay, which I thought was really cool, and I agree with that. Um, and then also Shape of the Water, which I haven't seen yet, but I really want to. Sorry, The Shape of Water. I keep calling it Shape of the Water. But The Shape of Water um, actually got Best Production Design, Best Original Score, Best Director, and Best Picture of the Year. So that's really good. Yeah. Good news because uh, Gilmore Del Toro uh, wrote, directed it, and all that kind of stuff. So, again, his he's very good at this stuff, in which I'm kind of hoping that Universal Studios hires him or at least goes, hey, can you create our uh, monster universe? Um, oh, yeah. And I really would like to see Gilmore Del Toro take on Dark Justice League uh, if they ever get a chance to make that movie, which that I don't know amazing. if they're going to be able to with – other stuff, but uh, some cool, cool things. But yeah, I think that's huge news for the Oscars. I mean, again, one of the biggest films of that year of 2017 for horror films was It, you know, and Get Out was, a, I believe, in second, you know, and then Shape of the Water finished out the year. I mean, I don't think it made that much money, um, not because it was bad or anything, but it was kind of like, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. I remember hearing about it, then it finally came out, and then it's like, by the time I wanted to go see it, boom. It's you know. So I'm probably definitely – it might just be one of those movies that I'm probably going to buy because I always like his films. I, I will so. say, I think it was just one of those things where, like, everyone was interested in it, but they, they didn't really – they were just like, oh, by the way, it's out. And you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. They had, like, really no publicity, publicity stating whenever it. it was actually going to come out. So it's kind of like one of those Cloverfield things where it's just like, oh, by the way, it's out now. Yeah. And you're like, what? So, so. Um, but yeah, that's just uh, fantastic. Like, I remember seeing the trailers for it, and I was like, this looks fun and whatnot. But yeah, so I think that's great, great stuff for them. And, and also, uh, uh, you know, Jordan Peele winning because he actually was picked up. I don't know if it's CBS or who, but he's actually basically doing J.J. Uh, I think J.J. Abrams is producing or is involved, but they're doing the new reimagine of uh twilight zone oh so they're bringing right. that back so i think that's going to be interesting especially because now it kind of has to compete with black mirror 
Oh, yeah, that's right. And Black Mirror is, you know, like kind of everyone's been referring to it as the brand new Twilight Zone. So it's it's going to be interesting, but I'm excited. I mean, I did not know. I mean, he's great in comedy and everything mm-hmm. that, but I when, once I saw it get out and realized he was a huge like horror person. To me, I'm just like, okay, you just you're gonna you're gonna nail anything you kind of touch. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I was gonna say something that I do- oh, that's all right. Every time you said Twilight Zone, I was just thinking of like Twilight. Oh. Zone. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like Sparkling Vampires. Yeah, What's on like, next week? Sparkling werewolves. Sparkle. Um I am not my name is not Edward. It's now Sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> and the werewolf's name is Glitter. I'm Glitter. <laughs> They're just gay for each other. Yeah. They're like, well, she's the bitch. And so so is it, say it each you other. know, actually, this could work. If you make it a musical, like Lee. <gasps> oh my god. Vampires yeah. and uh werewolves. Fuck. Just throw glitter everywhere. Not the yeah. not the character glitter, but actual yeah. glitter. <laughs> anyway. I know what you mean. Yes. Um, but yeah, so great job. Thank you guys. But also some bad stuff happened at the Oscars this year. Yes. Yeah, so um, this is what I actually kind of thought was heartbreaking. So uh, in the uh, the acad- during the Academy Awards ceremony, a video package celebrating 90 years of the Oscars featured a clip from uh, – among several other movies, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, but unfortunately, Toby Hooper, which passed away or who passed away in August of 2017, did not get a shout out for the in, in memoriam video tribute. So they basically said, here's your movie, but we're not going to tell like talk about the fact that you're now dead. Yeah, so. and I and it sucked because apparently a lot of people also got snubbed at the Oscars for that, you know, memorial. Uh, thing and, and and it's like what you said. It's like oh why? Because he did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know he also did you know you know Poltergeist. You know he's done a lot of other great things. Um, you know in the movie industry. In fact, him doing Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a big like kind of door opener for a lot more horror films to be all like oh we can kind of do it gritty. We could kind of do it low budget. You know yeah. I mean he did Salem's Lot, Fun House, Poltergeist, Live Force, Invaders from Mars. Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, all within pretty much just the 80s. Yeah. And like, there was a ridiculous body of, like, a, massive body of work. Yeah, body and, of work. like, even though, I guess, uh, Invaders from Mars isn't technically, like, I don't know. I guess it is a horror movie, huh? Well, horror sci-fi thriller. Yeah, it's like a horror sci-fi. I mean, but like, I mean, a, like again, it's we, like, it's kind of, I feel like it was one of those movies that kind of bridged the gap between the two in a really nice way. Yeah, because I was, I was about to say, we talked about this, I think, but maybe one of the, maybe even the first episode where we're talking about, like, we're not really sure what to blanket horror films under, so that's why we watch thrillers, we're watching sci-fi, we're watching anything that kind of has, like, a scare almost factor to it. Or uh, suspense, you know, kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. why we were like, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna be hitting a bunch of stuff, you know. I mean, there's so dark many different, comedy, yeah. yeah. There's so many genres, dark comedy. I mean, the one that we just watched not too recently was the kind of dark, quote unquote, mockumentary with vampires and stuff. So right. not necessarily like a horror film, but still like a fun film, you know. So it's like just, I mean, there's plenty, plenty of things out there, you know, to watch. So, but yeah, I thought this was just, uh, it's kind of, it kind of just sucks because it's like that's a name I know. Yeah. And not to sound like, I don't want to sound like, I'm going to sound like a dick, but not in the, that sense, but I'm pretty sure most of these people who showed up in the memorial, I probably didn't know. Yeah. I was all like, who's this? What did they do? And I mean, no, I mean, and nothing against them just because I didn't know. I mean, I didn't, 
you know, follow these people's work or whatnot at a certain, you know, thing. Because it's like if it's a costume designer, it's somebody I, I'm not going to follow, but I can understand cosplayers following them. Or, yeah. you know, people in design work trying to figure out how to make these things. So uh, I get it. Like I follow directors. I follow actors. I follow, you know, writers, um, all this kind of stuff. But, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm – I'm colorblind and have no fashion sense, so <laughs> I, you know, that's my reasoning. But yeah, I mean, and that kind of that kind of sucks. But another big problem we had at the Oscars this year was another person who was not in it, and I felt this was very disrespectful because this man kind of molded my childhood. Mm-hmm. Adam West. He wasn't respected. All right, I have officially lost any and all possible respect that I might have had at any point in the future for Oscars. You guys can fuck right off. All right, yeah, that yeah. that it, that's complete bullshit. I know, and like um, I, I, I feel like everyone, like literally, all the Oscars does now is just like, okay, we're gonna find a bunch of random movies that everyone is going to hate and say that they're amazing, and then just give them awards and completely fuck over the actual good movies but, and the actual good actors who died and the actual like anything that anyone would really care about, and we're just gonna make it all about politics and we're gonna just pat ourselves on the back and be extremely smug. At yeah, they make me nauseated. Big reason why I don't really watch the Oscars. Fuck everyone in Hollywood. But yeah, so that was, I mean, that was a kind of a Kevin Smith. So. Kind of a big downer. Uh, speaking of Kevin Smith, uh, I did not put this in the news because we're probably going to talk about it socially awkward in depth. But yeah, Kevin Smith actually last Sunday, or two Sundays ago, I should say, um, he had a massive heart attack. Um, he's finally, he released one podcast today for Smodcast. Uh, he talked a bit about it. He was on the Ralph Report. I'm like n- name dropping a bunch of podcasts that are bigger than us, so... But uh, yeah, the Ralph report. Uh, they did a two-part interview with Kevin Smith. Talked about like what, ha- like what he was going through, and it's so weird because the man um, just was. He, what, what happened is he finished two hours of doing a comedy special thing that he was doing, and then like he was supposed to do a second show, and then just did not feel well. So I mean, he's. I mean, granted, he pulled through. They were able to take you know care of him and stuff like that. But it's like I have a feeling if even if he died, um, granted it was the Sunday before. The thing, but I, I don't even know, you know, with our life. I highly doubt they ever would have mentioned him in anything. You know, kind of thing, so. But, but which yeah, is, it's, again, it's really tragic because I, like, whether you like Kevin Smith's body of work or not, he is a really nice and really, really cool guy. And I really like listening to his podcast because he's very insightful, he's very funny, he's very, like, he doesn't take himself too seriously, and he actually brings, like, a clever, um, like, point of view to a lot of stuff that's going on. And I feel like if he had passed away, like that probably would have been like really devastating for like the nerd, uh, uh, just like nerdy people in general. Because, and again, and he's also contributed to the uh, the horror genre because he brought us uh, uh, Tusk and um, Yoga Hosers. Because, but and I mean, I know like Tusk is. Honestly, Tusk, I feel like, was a really, in and of itself, had had some of the most horrifying things that I've ever seen in a horror movie. (laughs) So, like, he did some really clever stuff. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, again, like, I do like Hollywood and I like seeing the movies that I like to see, but I think at a certain point, you know, people. Uh, they pick some stuff like uh, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a, been a lot of rare stuff where I've actually seen things uh, that are in the Oscars, you know, kind of thing. And it has nothing to do with like I don't like these movies or whatnot. But it's most likely I don't even hear about them or they portray to me. But then most of the time when it's like this movie won Best Picture of the Year and I watch it, and I'm like, 
going to be honest with you, I think there was about 10 times, you know, probably 10 other movies that were 10 times better than this. You know, and actually, I even brought, it's like half the movies that people put, like vote for the Oscars or that win certain Oscars, you never even see. Because I even brought that up to uh, Bones at work the other day. And I was like, I feel like the Oscars is just a joke. And she's like, well, it's not that bad. And I just went, how many of your friends or have you seen The Revenant? And she, the, the uh, bear fucking movie. And, uh, bear love. Sorry, God. bear love movie. And she goes, Yeah, that's a good point. I keep meaning to watch it. I'm like, That's what keep everybody says. No, everyone says they keep meaning to like, watch it. They one keep of the meaning movies, to pick it up. One of the movies that I want to see that got nominated, but this is before it got nominated or even won the Oscar that I still want to see was Coco mm. because I like Pixar films. Yeah. And this really, I was like, Oh, I want to check this out. And even Patrick was like, Hey, it's a great movie and stuff like that. But, like, honestly, I, if I had to pick, like, all the superhero movies that came out this year, like, last year, like, what was, like, the best and everything that, it's all, like, if you had to rate them, it's all, like, it's kind of hard to do because it's, like, there's a lot of stuff about, like, Thor Ragnarok that I liked. But then, you know, it's also, there's a lot of stuff about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 that I liked. Yeah. And then you all, well, no, that was two years ago. That was 2016 it came out. Oh. Um but uh, Justice League. But yeah, like Justice League, you know, Wonder Woman. No, that was another year. Yeah, that right. was November of 2016. What did come out last? Fuck, I don't even know. Ah! <laughs> I don't know. Ah! Uh, but yeah, it was like yeah, it Justice was League, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. It was Justice League, it was. Something came out in. No, that was this year. What came out? Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. I'm trying to remember superhero movies. I'm even looking at my pop files going like, what did I get this year? Uh, did Civil War come out no. last? Yeah, no, that, that was the year before. That's that right, because the year before, the year before yeah, it was Suicide Squad. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to... Okay, hold on. Let's see. Cause, let's see. Cause wait, no, did... no Doctor uh, Strange was 2016, yeah, right? Yeah, 2016. I'm trying to think of 2017 movies that came out now of like the stuff Spider-Man that Spider-Man Homecoming? In. No. Wait, maybe. Hang on. Did it come out 2017? <laughs> Fuck, my brain is failing me now. I should know this stuff. Hold I on. I will look it up. We will find out. Let's see. Because I think 2006. Okay, wait. Hold on. Here we go. 2006. There we go. Got it. 2016 mm-hmm. was Civil War. Right. Batman v Superman came out that year as well. Then you have Suicide Squad came out in the fall of that one. Uh, let's see. So then we go to 2000. That was 16. So 17. Yeah. So 17 was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Logan. Logan. Justice League. Um, trying to think about what else. Why this does else? it keep putting Wonder Woman in 2017? It didn't come out in 2017. It came out in 2016. Yeah, it came out in 2016. I know that for a fact. Uh, no, it no, it did come out in 2017. You're right. It did. Oh, it did? Oh, okay. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah so I have a list of it. So it's, uh, sorry I interrupted you, but it's, it's Logan, Wonder Woman, Thor Ragnarok, uh, Lego Batman movie. That's right. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, no, go away. Uh, just Guardians? I don't even know what that is. Weird. Um, Justice League. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So Okay, but then I remember, okay, then also, that's right, because it's March now. I keep trying to, it feels like 2017 is so far ago away, but it's like, it's been two months since 2017. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember, now I remember, there was It, there was um, uh, Get Out came out at the beginning of the year, uh, you know, uh, Shape of the wa- <coughs> Shape of the Water. Um, oh, Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day, that's right, there we go, now things are coming back to me. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I saw a plethora of movies, but yeah, no, there was so many different other movies that I probably would have been like, 
best picture. I mean, all across the board for me that I think hit on everything just because I, I think I just had a really fun time was, uh, Thor Ragnarok. You know, maybe we should start doing, I think we should just have our own like horror movie Oscars. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be really fun. Well, we can do that for this year if we want. I mean, we've already seen a lot of the new movies so far this year, even if they're Netflix originals. But uh, we've seen at least two of those. We saw um, Insidious, The Last Key. Oh, that's right. Um, Of course. What else is coming out soon? Uh, Well, I mean, if you wanted to do like the horror movies of 2017 and uh, then... Uh, or we could just do the horror movies of 2017 and 18 combined. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we can figure it out. But yeah. I was just like, why don't we just do our own Oscars? Because fuck the, the fucking Hollywood bullshit. Um, but yeah, I totally forgot about Insidious Last Key. That was a great movie. Uh, Happy Death Day. I know that was 2017, but that was... I think that might be one of my favorite dark comedies ever. Um, oh, and there was also... Uh, Oh, what's that name? The name of the movie with Adam Scott, Little Evil. Oh yeah, Little Evil. Um, but yeah, so that's that's us on the on the Oscars and stuff like that. But this story, um, this is kind of interesting. So I'm not sure. I guess okay. Uh, I never saw. I think I saw the original, mm-hmm. and but I never saw the 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 American version, and then I never saw the. Um, the sequel. Sequel to that one, but they're apparently they're going to be rebooting the uh, Grudge. And I'm all like, do we really need that? I don't know. Um, I did see the original, or not the original Grudge, but I saw like the American version of the Grudge. And it was, it was the first horror movie that actually made me laugh. So I guess in a way that's good. (laughs) Um, I still can't figure out what the little boy had to do with the the Grudge chick. Mm-hmm. But that's just that's a hey, separate yeah, note. That's that's all we're getting. We're getting a, another grudge one, pretty much. Um, and then, of course, uh, another quick update. Looks like uh, there was a release last year. I believe it was sometime in. Let's see if it was yeah October of last year. They released kind of like this uh, pumpkin head uh, issue. But it looks like Dynamite uh, Comics picked them up, and it looks like it looks like the series will be uh, on sale starting March fourteenth. So in a couple of days, actually, when you have, yeah. A couple more, about seven days from where we're recording this. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. And I kind of like that, that like this is such kind of an interesting concept. We'll definitely have to watch Pumpkinhead. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's one and two. But kind of the concept behind Pumpkinhead is uh, basically something bad happened to a child. And then there's like this kind of like anger spirit. But the spirit has to kind of f- attach itself to whoever summons it. Uh-huh. So there's this part where basically the father, you know, wants to resurrect his son, does so, and then uh, then the thing starts going on a rampage of anything that kind of like, um, you know, basically anything that you know harms the boy at a certain okay. point or threatens the boy or anything like that. So it anything kinda... that it sees as a threat to the child. So yeah. So then at night it will go and attack these people. So that, but the only way to like every time you hurt the creature, you hurt also the person. So the dad. So basically to kill the creature, you would have to. Kill, kill the, the father and okay. something. So it's kind of an interesting concept. Some of them. I'm trying to remember the second one. I don't know how much of that I saw, but I just always liked how the monster looked and he does all this look a bit. He looks really cool. I was gonna say his tail looks a lot like the predator tail. Oh, you mean the alien? Or uh, sorry, alien, I meant the xenomorph tail. Sorry, yeah. my my brain's not. No, you're good. But Actually, yeah, no. his head does look a little bit like the predator, and then the rest of him looks like a xenomorph. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of took like, oh, we like this like kind of idea yeah, or whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, because I'm pretty sure that uh, 
pumpkin head was around before Alien, or was it not? Um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I thought sorry. it was cool. So anyways, and then of course we have some news um, about the next uh, Goosebumps. Yes, so we actually have the name of the next Goosebumps movie, which is going to be called Slappy Halloween. So instead of Slappy's Revenge, which is what it was originally was thrown around as the title, um, and it looks like it's going to have uh, Wendy McLendon Covey, who's from Reno 911, The Goldbergs, and Bridesmaids. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ken Jeong from Community and Hangover. Nice. And Chris Parnell from Anchorman and Hot Rod. Oh, okay. So, and then also in addition to that, there's uh, Madison Iceman, who's from Jumanji, Welcome to the Jun- Jungle, which I think might be the blonde chick. Okay. I'm not sure, certain. Um, Khalil Harris from Castle Rock and Jeremy Ray Taylor from It. Ooh, very so, interesting. Now, is yeah. is Jack Black coming back for this or no? Um, I don't know. I don't see his name listed, but he uh, might be. I would. Ass- I mean, if he's not playing Earl Stein again, but he, he was the voice of Slappy in in the first one. So that's true. Oh, okay. So. Um, but yeah, that should be fun. Slappy's Halloween. I I really enjoyed the. I like what they did. Yeah, actually, it's set to come out on October twelfth. Oh, perfect! So, so we'll probably go ahead and try to see that in theaters, and then we'll yeah we'll yeah. talk about it. I mean, again, it's not really a horror movie, but it does deal with like that kind of stuff, you know. So it's always it's just fun. So we're yeah. just a, we're just a big old thing, but. But yeah, that's going to wrap up our news for the week. And before we let you guys go, which is not before because we have a lot more show pretty much. But yeah, we're going to be talking about the uh, 2018 uh, Veronica uh, movie that just came out on Netflix. Uh, I think it came out maybe a few weeks ago. Now, there's been some buzz about this movie. And uh, if you don't want to know the buzz, then of course, this is your spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Five, four, three, two, one. If you're still listening, that's on you, bro. And everybody dies. Yes. Um, thank you, Hillary Swank. You're um, <laughs> but uh, what was I trying to remember? So yeah, so the the movie uh, is all subtitle. Uh, it takes place in Spain, I believe. Yes, Madrid, Spain. Madrid, Spain. Thank you. Um, so. It's really weird because so there's subtitles, which is not bad because I've, I've always been talking about a movie called The Devil's Backbone, which is Gilmore Del Toro's film, actually. Um, really fun movie and everything like that. Go ahead and check it out. But this one, okay, so basically this, it's basically supposed to be based on true events. This mm-hmm. all takes place during uh, 1991. Um, but yeah, so this movie has had some buzz on it before I even saw it. I didn't really read much of it. I saw like headlines. I was like, okay, a lot of people were saying this movie is so scary. People are turning it off. So on and so forth. So I'm kind of like, all right, I'm I'm really looking forward to a movie to kind of, you know, spook me, give me yeah. a little bit of chills or whatnot. So the story starts out basically a typical teenage girl. You kind of see that there is no father in the picture. Uh, well, he is in the picture, but uh, he's an picture. A picture. He's an A picture, but it looks like the mother has to work full time. The oldest daughter's pretty much taking the young kids to school back and forth, you know. Uh, but it seems like she's a good kid. She's a good student and everything like that. And of course, there's an eclipse that's happening that day. And they, her and two of her friends are like, oh, we're going to go ahead and take this Ouija board and we're going to talk to my quote-unquote dad. And then basically, as you guessed it, all hell broke loose. Because it's a Ouija board and it's a horror movie, so why not? Why not? So uh, obviously premise is not really original, but 
Everyone has their own unique way to talk about something and give it a new twist. Now, what I will say about this movie with the whole seance and the Ouija board and everything that the eclipse thing was a great idea because that's something I've not ever thought of, uh, even seen, if I can remember anything or whatnot. So I thought that was a clever take on it. Yeah. And this has nothing to do with anything, but I had no idea that you could, uh, like, use... uh, camera film negatives to look at the sun and not damage your eyes that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, that had nothing to do with anything, but I just well, thought it was the cool. nun's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. There's well, like some blind actually, nun, so. well, the nu- blind nun, um, she was already blinded cause she did it to herself. Oh, so, okay. um, yeah, yeah like she said that she was trying to stop seeing shadows and so she did it to herself, uh, but she could still see them. Um, but, yeah, um, but yeah, so, so, you know, that starts happening and then you start – things start weird, start happening around her, the apartment she lives in and stuff like that. Now, I like the movie. It really did like feel like the 90s. So I'll give them that credit. I mean the director was the same director who did the record movies. Um, so this was like – one. I guess him – this is like his newest thing, his newest project. So, um, so the concept was interesting. It was yeah. taking on a new take. But, um, Anna, what, what do you want to add? Anything that stood out to you that you were like, oh, this is kind of cool, or, nah, I didn't really... So, the things that I liked about this, I really liked the uh, the whole backpack thing, where she put it on top, because I know that people have done that all the time, where they, like, put the... They put something somewhere, and then it falls, or it gets moved, or whatever. But just the fact that, like, how they did it was really, really interesting. Um, the other thing that I thought was really... The only time that I really got like kind of creeped out mm-hmm. um, was when she was – I can't even remember what she was doing. Like she went – she turned off the TV or something and you see the reflection of like the creature behind oh, her. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. like you see the shadow following her and you see the shadow and the reflection. But she, like obviously she doesn't see it and she like – like that part – again, it's been done before. But the way it was done in that part was really, really creepy. And it was really well done. Huh. Um, the parts I didn't like was the ending. I thought the ending was dumb. Uh, yeah. It yeah, was very anticlimactic. Yeah, I'll put it this way. So how they start the movie is like a 911 call. Uh, police are going over there. Uh, you see him run up to the – they run up into this uh, – the apartment building and go into the, the – um, you know, room the that they're in yeah. stuff of that. Yeah, the apartment. I'm like, what is it called? Uh, you know, they basically open the girl's bedroom door and then they're all kind of stunned. So you're like, okay, there's got to be something fucking horrific happening. Right. Uh, kind of thing. And then when it finally got to the ending, because I even said something I'm like, oh, what about them sacrificing the little kid or what? I'm like, that would be fucking hor- horrendous if they showed you that, you know? Yeah. Or anything. I mean, they did that in uh, one of the Black Mirror episodes with like a similar thing. And you're just like, oh shit, you know, kind of thing. So, but yeah, it gets to the ending and it was kind of like, yeah. It's just showing her like bending over backwards and quote unquote hovering, I guess. Yeah. And then she just collapses to the floor. And then she like dies. Spoilers. Yeah. Like um, the, the picture of her face catches on fire and then she dies. Yeah. So, um, before we kind of give everyone else's review and kind of give, um, our review and everything that, uh, Anna, you actually went ahead and found the actual pieces to the real event that a happen yes uh if you want to share some of that info with us so i will say it irritated me because again they called they said based on a true story it's not this movie was inspired by true events so 
Um, basically, the police station of Valais Custom Red received a, phone, a telephone call uh, late on the night of September 27th of 1990. Um, Mr. Gutierrez claimed he and his wife were, cla- were plagued by tall, shadowy people and strange happenings inside their modest condominium at a nearby street address. Um, two squad cars parked along the side. Uh, no signs of forced entry. They told the police that they've the couple told the police that they've been haunted by loud banging noises and door slamming at all hours of the day. Um, Mr. Gutierrez told them about the ominous shadowy beings that they had both seen walking about their residence, tall shadows that had walked past the hallways and peered through doorways. Mr. Mrs. Gutierrez uh, recounted when she had been grabbed in the middle of the night by a pair of invisible hands. I felt pressure on top of me, but there was no one around. I said to Mr. Gutierrez, there's someone here. I then felt a pair of hands grab my feet and then grab my hand, which were uncovered by the blanket. Um, Inspector Negri ordered a few of his men to stay in the living room with Mrs. Gutierrez while he and two other officers accompanied Mr. Gutierrez into the master bedroom. And there they stood talking when all of a sudden a loud bang came out from outside the bedroom's balcony. Then they heard what sounded like a fairly large and heavy boulder rolling across the t- balcony's tiled floor. When they opened the doors that led to the balcony, they saw nothing. No boulder or any signs of anything unusual that the men could identify as the source of the sound. Uh, they went back into the living room to ask their fellow officers if they had heard or seen anything strange. None of them did. However, in that moment, one of the officers yelled duck to his partner who had been standing near a large pine armoire. As he ducked out of the way, one of the doors swung open, barely missing the officer by a few inches. Uh, the now nervous officers in the room drew their guns from their holsters and no- nervously pointed them towards the inanimate furniture. There was nobody else near the furniture, and there was no strings or trickery of any kind uh, That after they investigated it, or inspected it. Um, at that point, two officers decided that they, what they had seen was too much, and they opted to wait outside. Um, while sitting in the dining room, the couple told the now intrigued officers about the strange death of their daughter, Estefania, just a few years ago, a death they believed was brought upon by something otherworldly. According to the Gutierrez's about two years before their 18 year old daughter had been caught in the middle of a seance using a Ouija board at school. When the teacher caught Estefania, uh, and her friends inside a darkened room, the spirit board in the center, she immediately scolded the group and ripped apart the board breaking the tall glass that the girls had been using as a planchette. Both the teacher and the girls claimed to have seen some form of trap smoke escape from the glass when it was lifted and was inhaled by Estefania. The couple claimed that from that moment on, their daughter's physical and mental health began deteriorating. Mm, okay. Uh, shadowy, she started seeing shadowy be- beings that appeared momentarily and haunted the terrified girl. Um, loud bangs and thrashing sounds were coming from behind. Oh, Oh, as they were telling the officers this, loud bangs and thrashing sounds were coming from behind the closed bedroom door of Estefania's room. The inspectors and the officers jumped up from their chairs. Uh, They went into the bedroom and saw a crucifix lying in the middle of the floor. Maximo pointed to the nail on the wall from which the crucifix had hung for years. Uh, One of Estefania's posters had been clawed at and partially shredded while still hanging from the same nail the crucifix hung from. Uh, the balcony was locked and there was no one outside or anywhere near Estefania's bedroom. A loud pounding, as they were investigating the room, a loud pounding echoed across the girls' room to which no source of the noise was ever found. Um, 
Concepcion noted that one of their daughter's photographs had fallen on the ta- off the table and ignited in fire, only burning the photographic paper that had Estefania's portrait, leaving the frame without a single scratch and the glass without a single crack. Damn. So, so, so that's like the real stuff that happened. Now, mm-hmm. most likely, those could be real events and everything like that. But I, but I kind of, I understand you have to kind of build a movie. But I don't know. And basically, the whole point of this is this is the only. I don't know if it's the only report, but but it is definitely the first report where a police officer actually stated that there was paranormal activity going on. Okay. Or basically, essentially, unexplained phenomenon that had no other. So, um, but before we, yeah, so just a little enlightenment on that one. So, but before we give our reviews, which we'll probably do, what, uh, five out of five blind nuns, five out of five uh, protection symbols, five out of five... Glasses? Glasses. Um, I like the protection symbols. All right. So, before we get into that, we'll do uh, IMDb. So, IMDb gave uh, Veronica a 6.4 out of 10. And it looks like uh, Rotten Tomatoes was a little bit more generous. Uh, they gave it a 93%, but 49% of the audience liked it. <laughs> and so, Anna, what did you like about the movie? What you didn't like about the movie? And then your rating. Um, very tropey. Um, this, like you said, the stuff that they did that was different, they did well. Even some of the stuff that was still kind of like a trope, they did really well. But overall, it wasn't scary. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't even have any jump scares, at least for me. Um, there was nothing that, like, I saw and was like, oh, like, basically I saw and just was like, oh, shit. Yeah, and then there was a creepy, like, the demon that looked like her dad that was, like, whispering Veronica, and that would have been creepy, except for he was, like, butt-ass naked, and I'm just like, please make sure the shadows cover up his junk, because I don't want to see that. Um... But yeah, other than that, not impressed with the movie. Yeah, um, after all the hype and everything like that, I even I sent a message over to uh, Matthew, and Matthew was like, oh man, I was kind of hoping for a scary movie. So uh, I know the next movie we want to watch, which will probably be after our Ireland trip and after we talk about Ireland, will definitely be, um, I'm thinking The Ritual, which is another Netflix one, unless something else comes out that we can see before that. Well, I also did hear uh, Night of the Lepus. I don't know if you want to save that for the 28th, of March episode. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Like, I'm good with whatever. But yeah, so, okay, so, and then anything that you, um, let's see, she's told, uh, anything else that you didn't like or liked? Um, the actors were great. Yeah, actors were really good. Even the kids. The kids, I think, did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, out of five, um, sigils, protection sigils. sigils, I guess, um, I would give it a two. All right. So, and that even that's, I feel like, is kind of being generous. So, well, no, not really, because I'm going to give it a one and a half. Oh, okay. Because again, again, I bought into some media hype of people yeah. on the internet talking about how scary this movie was, and I've seen scary. Now, it was a very well shot film, a very interesting concept, uh, but I mean, already I said, you know, instead of her just kind of bent over, flowing in the air, and they're like, oh. Like, me, like, her actually sitting there with, like, the dead child in her arms. Yeah. I think would have been more traumatizing. Yeah. And more fucked up. Um, and that's what I was, I was really just trying to figure out what was the thing. Now, you want to see a scary movie, and this is like good scary movie. Like, has its jump scares, has its, uh, has its uh, uh, mystery as well in it. But yeah, definitely I'm going to promote again Gilmore Del Toro's uh, The Devil's Backbone. Uh, people definitely check that out. Um, we should probably watch that at some point. Yeah, I'm on to. I need to find a copy of it. Okay. Um, Cause I, I was like, I should just own this. 
Um, but yeah, it's just a fun movie. It's a or, cool idea. Yeah. And also if you want to see something that's a little newer, there's also still like the insidious, just the insidious series in yeah, general. Yeah. Like it's super creepy. So, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, but like I said, we'll be off next week and that's going to wrap up our movie reviews. And that's pretty much all I got. Uh, you know where to find us. We said at the beginning of the show. So if you're like, oh, where do I find you? Go back to the beginning of the show. <laughs> um, and yet again, I'm going to promote if you have any stories, if no, you want to be on the podcast, no, if you want to no, give us feedback. No, uh, not, no one's going to. The only feedback we get are people at work. Well, I can still and they promote just it. talk to you. Uh, it's true. I already promoted uh, But yeah, go to notanotherbehorrorcast at gmail.com, please. But yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode. So we'll see you guys in a week and uh, or no, two, two weeks. weeks. And uh, yeah, and I'm Steve-O. And I am Hilary Swank. And until next time. Carpe noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.